Hello, this is Pastor Ariel, and I just want to tell you how pleased I am to know that you are finding this podcast to be a blessing for you. Please remember to subscribe in whatever platform you're listening to Devotional. This way you will be notified every time a new episode gets published. And don't forget to click on the links for all the free resources to get the most out of this podcast. Also, if a specific episode has been of special blessing to you, please remember to share with your friends and loved ones. Lastly, please consider becoming a regular supporter of this podcast. Even a 99 cents a month contribution would be much appreciated. And now, here's today's episode. Welcome to Devotional. This is lesson number four, and this is day two for Sunday, January 20th. You know, the sound of the waves is becoming more and more nostalgic. (laughs) <laughs> we got our snowfall uh, of the year so far in, in Michigan, and we're happy for it. I mean, my, wife, my wife's philosophy, I, I wholly agree with it. If it's going to be cold, then might as well let it be snow so that we can have at least a little fun rather than just shake and shiver. Uh, today's lesson picks up on this theme, on this uh, highlighting the contrast, the tension of opposites. You know, we started out looking at the lion and the lamb, and there's something that lesson says that highlights this tension, this contrast in the book of Revelation, in seeking to reveal Jesus and in turn seeking to reveal God. And this is what that lesson says. The throne symbolizes God's rule and governing authority over creation, while the rainbow around the throne signifies God's faithfulness to his promises. And you see the contrast, the throne highlighting the authority, but within that throne, there is this rainbow that highlights God's faithfulness. So you have this inseparable revelation, just like in Jesus, you don't have at times a lion and at other times a lamb. You always, in every occurrence, see the lion and the lamb blended together. They're inseparable. When God demonstrates his eternal love, he demonstrates his eternal power. When he displays his infinite power, he also reveals his infinite love at the same time, simultaneously, in everything that he does. This is one of the things that the book of Revelation is highlighting, especially as it begins this uh, contrast and revelation of Jesus as a lion and a lamb. And we want to focus on today's lesson on chapter 4, worshiping God, worshiping God through Christ because he is creator. This is one of the attributes that is given to him in Revelation chapter 4. You know, you are worthy to receive worship because you have created. And in creating, I always always used to separate. And this lesson has helped me to not do that, to not try to separate God's power from his revelations of his power from his revelations of his love, as if sometimes God reveals only one and then at other times reveals only the other. He always reveals both. And when God is described as creator, they are worshiping him because it is not just showing his power, but his love as well. And I'm going to read to you a passage um, close to the book of Revelation uh, out of the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 says that by faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God 
so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. This is the New American Standard. Other translations um, say almost the same thing, which highlight the fact that when God made us, when God made the cosmos, when God made anything and everything, he didn't make it of pre-existing matter. When I make something out of putty for my little girls, you know, a little puppy or a face or a heart, I am not creating in a sense. I am simply reshaping something that was already there. If I was to carve a heart for my wife, uh, I would be carving it out of a pre-existing piece of wood using a pre-existing knife. When God created us, there was nothing. So what these passages and others in the Bible highlight is the fact that the power of God to create does not necessitate pre-existing matter or energy. It comes from Him, from the power of His Word. But His creative power doesn't just reveal how infinite and eternal this power is. Uh, Revelation chapter 13 and verse 8, I'm uh, going to read that real quick as well. Uh, Revelation 8, 13, 8, I'm going to read the last uh, statement of that verse. Because um, it's trying to say it's speaking about something else in that context, but in, in there, something is mentioned that is of such significant. It says that there are individuals that have not been written in the book of life. And in this since instance, the book of life is attached as belonging to Jesus. The book of life of the Lamb, and Jesus is not just described as the Lamb slain. In Revelation 13, 8, it says that Jesus, speaking symbolically of him as a Lamb, was the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So we have this blend of creation and love, power and love. When God created us, Number one, he didn't create us a pre-existing matter and energy. He provided somehow. I mean, that that's the power of God. He can speak something into existence without pre, uh, use of any prior matter or prior energy. That's at least what the Bible says. And if you think, well, that's, that's kind of, I struggle with that. Ask any evolutionary scientist, any atheistic evolutionary scientist to explain to you the origin of the universe from their version. And it's identical. The only difference is they want you to believe that something came out of nothing all by itself. And I, I have a harder time <laughs> processing that than what the Bible t tells us about how God creates. But here, from the foundations of the world, God in Christ, Jesus was called the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. What that begins to present to us is that God as a creator reveals not just his infinite eternal power, but his infinite eternal love as well. Because God, when he created us, he knew. He could see down the path of time, down into the future, the history of what this act of creating us would entail, where this would lead. He could have said, you know what? I'm going to pass. You know what? I'm going to go create some something else. Or just not create us at all. I mean, if you knew that if you were to work at this one job, this one job would cost you, cost you your license, they would sue you and bury you and, and, and use you as a scapegoat for you know falsifying documents or whatever. If you knew that ahead of time, would you apply at that place? No. If we knew ahead of time that this path would, would lead to heartache and pain and misery and tons of sacrifices, 
much of which would go wasted. Would we choose that path if we knew ahead of time? Yet God knew when he was creating in Genesis chapter 1 when God said, let there be light and let there be this. And then at the end, when he forms man with his hands, when he gives shape and breathes into his nostrils the breath of life and he creates a, a being that could love him back, a being with the gift of freedom to choose. God knew where this act of creating us would lead and he still did it. So the book of Revelation reveals a God that in everything he does, he reveals his eternal power, but simultaneously his eternal love. God created us knowing what it would cost him. In creating us, God was already choosing to sacrifice all of himself for you and I. So, Revelation does present with us this element of choice now. What will you do when you realize that such a love as this exists and that it comes from a person, a being, who loves you personally, who did this for you. God did not just create you, but reveals in that creative power how much he loves you, even though he knew there would be heartache from our rebellions, our doubts, our questions. So the book of Revelation, as it asks that question, what will you do in the face of such love? It presents to us this option, worship. The book of Revelation invites you and I the choice of worshiping this Creator God, that in everything He does, He reveals His eternal power and His eternal love. And as we continue through the book of Revelation, we will learn what this worship means. Hello, this is Pastor Ariel, and I hope you were blessed with today's episode of Devotional. It is my prayer this resource will inspire you to spend personal time studying God's Word, including using the study tool of our Sabbath School Quarterly. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast. This way, you will be notified each time a new episode is published. And don't forget to scroll down on the show's description and click on the links for all the free resources to get the best experience out of this podcast. Also, please remember to share with your friends through social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or the one you use regularly. This way, they can also be blessed with this resource. Lastly, please consider becoming a financial supporter of this podcast. It would be much appreciated. This is Pastor Ariel inviting you to study the Bible with me again on our next episode of Devotional. Devotional.